T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. So, what do you think? What is your reaction today? You heard my reaction, probably. I feel that something transformative happened yesterday for Donald Trump. Well, Monday. Was yesterday, yeah, two days ago. When, when they went in, I, I'm very confused by them going into his place just to get some documents. Sounds like a cover story to me. Because you would assume that the FBI would go to higher levels. Like they would have to go to, uh, what's his name, the head of the Justice Department. And they would, uh, the Attorney General, yes. And then the Attorney General would go to the White House. Right? Why would the Attorney General green light the raid on Trump? Because the ramifications are just so complex of going after a former president. It isn't done. And we have the recent history of, of uh, James Comey having that press conference and interfering with Hillary's being ordained. So Democrats are very touchy about this idea of, of getting involved in presidential politics, but they have bigger fish to fry with Donald Trump. Why would they, why would they waste what could be their only shot on some documents? So I'm curious about this, and I, I feel that it's, it's maybe been an uh, electric shock treatment for for Donald Trump and for Leo Levy, both at the same time, because he's in a different place now. Donald Trump is now in the place of being victimized by the overly large and oppressive federal government. And this structure we have now of taking the power that's supposed to be in the hands of elected officials and giving it to appointed officials and huge bureaucracies of lifers, of people who aren't there for a few years representing the the will of the people, but know who are, are there for their lifetimes, expressing their careers. So that's part one of what I feel. Part two of what I feel is that there's a certain level of 
of that electricity that came from Donald Trump into Leora Levy and that her campaign now has a spark that that makes it potentially transcendent that this could actually be a campaign this could be a race Dick Blumenthal is vulnerable he's a decrepit creature to begin with not just because of age but the craven nature that he has the the um, the hopeless, endless need for being the center of attention. Trump called it sanctimonious. Yeah, I don't know what sanctimonious means. What that? I've got to look that up. I'm glad you brought that word up. Sanctimonious. I'm looking up right now. Pardon me, and then we'll take some calls. Sanctimonious means. Making a show of being morally superior to other people. Okay, I guess he's sanctimonious. That's fair enough. I wasn't sure if it fit, but that fits. So so do you feel that there's a Leora Levy moment that could be brewing? A moment in which, because keep in mind, this is not just having a Republican who's conviction-driven, who's values-driven, but it's also having the the state packed with voters who normally just go and vote for Democrats because they think there's something good about the big oppressive government and the high taxation and the overburdened economies that Democrats create. And now they can now they've got to pay the bill for all that stuff and everybody's getting crushed. So if you combine those two threads, does that not represent a moment right now where something good could happen? Come on now, I want to hear you react to this and see if you can be positive. If, if you have to be negative, that's fine. If you want to tell me I'm crazy, that's fine. But I would add that I think it's important for us to be optimistic and to find the positive and say, yes, maybe this can happen. Because what was the machine telling us? The machine was telling us Themis has to happen. Themis will happen because Themis doesn't follow conservative values she's claims to be a conservative but if so it's she's she's like a uh, screen with big holes in her conservatism she can only catch big crude conservative concepts but she can't really put it into concept in into practice in her daily life that's who she's been and i don't think that's be ideological i think it's the nature of government that she found out the way to advance a government is to not have principles other than winning anyway that's my take what's yours we'll start with kurt in glastonbury hello kurt but Todd, i'm curious your thoughts of what you think these actual classified documents are i mean it could be so many different is it is it dirt on hillary is it dirt on obama is it something that implicates Trump himself? I, I, I'd like to hear what you think they actually I, I would assume it's all that stuff. Anything that might have personal value to him, either in a negative way, that is to protect it from uh, being released to other people. It could be negative stuff on other people. So he has it on them that he's got that document there in case somebody's threatening him, like if Chuck Schumer wants to do something, right? And he can say, yeah. Chuck, I've got, I know about this, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, they must be good, right? <laughs> like, oh yeah, juicy all, stuff. I'm sure. All this trouble. To, it's like you you made a good point. It's like this might be their only shot. And so, what, what do you what 
what could these documents possibly? I, I'm just surprised that we haven't heard about what exactly they are yet. Well, I, they don't necessarily know. They're, they, they've listed some of them, like le- personal letters from Kim Jong-un, which yeah. he, w- he was really psyched to save, and they said he w- would wave them around in front of people who would come to visit. Yeah, and, and, uh, uh, just bizarre. But, but I would be inclined to think it's more of a, a kind of um, J. Edgar Hoover treasure trove of, of <laughs> insider information on government and how it works and who did what. Yeah, going to be interesting well thank you yes. great show thank you kirk good to hear from you 8605229842 steven springfield what's up hi todd how you doing what's on your mind steve um well you you were asking you were wondering why the democrats are doing what they're doing i think the magnitude which thing of that they're doing rational behavior is only equaled by the magnitude of all the rotten stuff they're trying to cover up. Uh, they, they, they strike me as cornered, dangerous rats. Um, and, and I think there's a lot going on that they don't want. So this is about going after Trump. You mean, why? I, I was asking, why are they, why are they using well, they, their they, one they, they, bullet? Because their, their goal is to physically arrest him. They, they, they want nothing less than him physically arrested. But that could backfire. That's a political risk. Why would their goal be to do something that risky? Well, because then you go after his friends, and then they come after us, anybody who disagrees with them. Um, why is the IRS getting uh, money, uh, agents and ammo? Well, the Democrats are in charge of making government bigger every year, regardless of how little efficacy there is in the spending of that money. The thing that scares me, I really think it's gradual, soft persecution. I mean, don't forget, it took it took the Nazis, like, what, six to eight years to slowly legislate against the Jews? It didn't happen in five minutes. But why are you even bringing up that analogy? If, if this, let's say Joe Biden gets reelected with his 65,000 new IRS agents, and then there's a midterm election and everybody's screaming under the weight of these out of control investigations and audits what what would happen in our system would be that they would be swept from office and the first order of business for the republicans would be to remove those 65,000 agents right it's very calculated incrementalism i don't follow Can you explain that, Steve? Um, well, I, I, they, 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 are, they do things slowly. It, it, it's kind of like the frog in the water that doesn't realize that the temperature is only going up a tiny bit at a time. It, they do do realize. things slowly, but there is a history of, of the IRS being shrunken. The IRS used to have a lot more people, and, and, and we cut back on it. I think that was driven by Republicans, but maybe both parties, because what's popular about having federal agents chasing people demanding more money from them all the time hi you're on the air who's this hi todd this is george from st louis hello george i just had to answer the phone hang on a second uh we'll get to you in order we've got next uh mike and thomaston hi mike hey this is mike how you doing what's up mike i had a couple of things to say as i was thinking oh my pro-life um 
issue and you know everybody's dumping now oh it's all trump 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 but a lot of us christians have not much to vote for and i was kind of thankful it was refreshing to see someone still be pro-life you talking about leora levy yes mm-hmm. and so i think that's kind of being left out and you know a little bit too i think are you not excited by the um by the Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade? Don't you feel like you're being well-represented? I I do, definitely. And, you know, as far as, like, you know, am I a Trump supporter? I'm a lesser of evil supporter, you know what I mean? I didn't vote for Trump initially. And actually, one of the guys wanted to vote for a flat taxes. We wouldn't need any, uh, we wouldn't need any IRS with that. Or not. Yes. We got, but I don't want to get into that. And, well, uh, I'm with I you on that. Flat tax would be a wonderful thing. I uh, just wanted to make that statement about the pro-life. Kind of, I don't know if you guys, I didn't watch you all day. I listened all day. I um, just got out of work. I just way, started. I'm, I started three. No, I caught you at the end of uh, the last program. Yes. Be, uh, well, I do a crossover hour with Tom several days a week. And so that okay. was T2. That's what we call that. And then my show officially begins at three. Yeah, I don't always catch you, but I, I like your news and stuff, and I do catch uh, some of it, although I'm a Yankee fan. Don't tell everybody. <laughs> um, That's allowed. One last thing I wanted to say, and I don't want to put you on the spot. Do you work for a union? I was just curious of that. We are unionized, I believe, but I, I'm i not involved with it. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to say I do work for a union, and for years, being a, it's hard to be a conservative and be union but i just know my grandfather's worked for unions and they really paved the way for eight hour you know work days and vacations and we do need oh yeah no that's one of the things the unions love to say there wouldn't be a 40-hour work week without us and i think really so everything would have stayed unchanged if it hadn't been for unions we would still be working 150 hours a week no weekends yeah i I don't think so if you let things will get out of control if you let things but it can go the other way so i'm i just like to say i'm a republican i'm for unions i'm for the flat tax and i'm definitely pro-life but one thing you can do on the on the union thing you can say you are for you can say you're for unions it's not bad to be for unions i don't mind the idea of unions i'm against unions as currently constructed in such a way as to create special interest groups have who have disproportionate power in our society that's been very destructive oh we've got to get a break anthony will you please remind me don't just sit there smiling at me when i miss the breaks we'll take more phone calls coming up on wtic something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast 860-522-9842 did you want to play that now or were you just going to slip it in when convenient Anthony had a Trump cut he wanted to play for us just to warm everybody's hearts yeah we can play now this is uh, from the other night, there was a phone rally for Leora Levy. That was actually the same night as the raid. Ha- this happened, like, t- I don't know, an hour after all of the news came out. 
Um, and he had some comments about Blumenthal. He seems to not really like Blumenthal. He had this short little blurb to say about our current senator here in Connecticut. Replace Connecticut's joke of a senator. I call him Dunning, Dick Blumenthal, who's really been terrible for so many years. It's amazing he's gotten away with the sanctimonious act. Blumenthal bragged again and again that he was a brave war hero in Vietnam. Uh, I mean, who would have ever thought it was possible? But it was the single biggest thing he used to talk about. But it was later found out that he had never even been there. In fact, when I went there to negotiate with Kim Jong-un, when I stepped down on the land, I said, I've now spent more time in Vietnam than Dick Blumenthal. But all he talked about was that, despite this disgraceful, tearfully admitting that he lied, he told a lie, he lucked out, he got by the election by a very small amount, and he went out and he went out and now his name is soiled all over and you have a chance to do something really great. So we can't forget what Blumenthal did. You don't change your character and his character is just absolutely, absolutely horrible. Leora, on the other hand, and you know what's going on and you've all been right, seeing it. Of that. Thank you, Anthony. Did you cut that up or something? It's got those weird... Uh Noise reductions going on. I think it's just because it was a phone call, and uh-huh. I recorded it on my mixer, so I don't oh, know. Okay. It kind of did. You have some some uh, limiter on there or something? Yeah, it like cuts out dead dead noise. So oh, it I does see. That. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting how it sounds. You can hear it opening and closing the volume. Damien calling from Bloomfield. Hi. Yes. Hi. Uh, it's my first time caller. Well, and thank you, Damien. Yes. Hi. Uh, I've been listening to all your callers call in today and all the things. And one of the last callers said it's like a, it's a, it's a slow thing that's taking place. But to me, I look at the big picture, and it's like a uh, quiet coup. Usually, coups are military, but with this, you know, eighty-seven thousand IRS agents raiding the president's house, it's um, it seems to me like it's a, it's a takeover. You know, I mean, Obama wanted his own police department. You know, he wanted a, a strong police department, is, uh, and uh, now they're, you know, the IRS would be the strongest police department going. And it's just, uh, it's a little scary what's going on. Well, you can look at virtually everything the government does. So we, we, the beginning of Social Security and the um, the movement towards big government, the Roosevelt era, launched that. And what did FDR do? The, the, he, he started this whole idea of having the federal government create programs to take care of us, entitlement programs. And the argument is always about, and it was then, about how small this is. But what Democrats are always trying to do, what the big government crowd is always trying to do, is do something that doesn't fit in our system of government, and they're always trying to jam it through. Roosevelt had to threaten the court that if they didn't, if they didn't say it was constitutional, he was going to redo the court and expand it the same way the Democrats have been. So in that way, everything they do is the slow crawl towards socialism. Yeah, I think they're so afraid of Trump, they want to get him out of the picture because it seems like he's the last thing standing between, you know, of, of this total takeover. I mean, you know, what, what happened with the last election and, you know, they want to take guns away. It's just uh, they're taking, you know, they're taking all the farmland. They're, they're just, uh, well, China's buying up a lot of stuff. It's just uh, everything that's happening, it just doesn't look good at all. Well, yes, but it hasn't looked good for a long time. So I agree with you. I just don't think we've reached some suddenly some moment 
the the moment now is the Trump moment because Trump can't be controlled. And they're accustomed to being able to control everybody who's inside of the system. You know, everybody goes along with the scam and plays by the rules except Trump. And and that's what I think they find so threatening is that he's an outsider. He's not one of them. He's got contempt for them. He expresses that contempt and he won't do what they say. Right. And uh, I think that's the best thing for this country is, you know, someone that uh, stands up like Trump does. Trump's done a, an awesome job. Look what's happened since Biden came in. Everything's gone. Everything's a disaster for crying out loud. Well, those are two separate things. Uh, so Trump followed good policy that anybody with a, I think anybody with a brain would have wanted to do. That would be the policy, right? Nobody in their right mind would say we should just let millions of people pour over the border every year and let them into the country because they happen to be poor and have proximity. Right? Nobody would argue that. There's no legitimate argument you can make for that. But there we are. And would anybody argue that you withdraw from Afghanistan in such a disastrous way and make the decisions that he made? No. I mean, other people want Trump wanted to get out of Afghanistan. But I think he looked at it and said he didn't know how to do it in a way that was manageable. So he was going to leave it alone. And and uh, the economy and it's just it's one thing after another, the huge spending bills and what did they do with inflation going crazy? He's passing more unpayable things, unsustainable things that will cause more inflation. They love making government bigger. They love crushing us. They do. We're going to um, get a news update. We'll take more phone calls. 860-522-9842, the rant line number. We'll play some rants, too. 860-751-4698. More coming your way on WTIC. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at WTIC1080. It's WTIC. Good afternoon. We are talking about the big subject. The election yesterday, the endorsement of Trump, 
The investigation of Trump. Your thoughts, please. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, it's got us all paying attention to politics at a time when we should be paying attention to politics. It's all a good thing from that perspective. Kim and Cromwell, hi. Hello. Yes. Yes, Kim, right here. Yes, Kim. Okay. Um, I supported uh, Levy from the get-go. Um, there, um, she's She's got a good story to tell in that she came from a communist country, so she can recognize what communism is, and then her parents in Nazi Germany, she can understand uh, Gestapo techniques and in intimidating the folk. And I, I think she can stand on her own. I, I think she's just a basic conservative. She's not a neoconservative. I don't get the impression she's one of these military industrialists. Um, and I, I think what was nice about all the candidates uh, yesterday, you know, these were people who were born in different countries. And we take our freedoms for granted. And I think um, they have something to teach us about that because a lot of people think communism is something that just happens over there. And they don't really understand that it's a top-down approach using Gestapo-type tactics to intimidate and control behavior um, there. And um, that's where people got to wake up. And when I got out of the polls yesterday, I sort of struck up a conversation with um, another person there, and they sensed what I have sensed in the country, this very slow approach of taking away normal privileges and freedoms that we're all used to, and saying, you got to follow what the government says, because the government knows best. And it's just essentially all top-down. And that's the problem with Blumenthal. And I called his office today, and I blasted him. (laughs) What what prompted you to do that? Well, I was mad about his comments about the, um, the whole IRS function. Then he says, we're going after people who don't pay their taxes. And I'm sitting there. This guy's a lawyer. So, Dick, is it always true that people don't pay their taxes and that the regular folk, they're not this, they're not that, but you people up in the uh, swamp, they are all morally perfect. There. I says, Dick, what do you know about what the IRS does on a daily basis. And why do you think every rich person doesn't pay their taxes? It's, I mean, he just, the whole thing with the left is it's grievance issues. It's appealing to emotion. It's never about following the Constitution. And he's not for the Constitution. And he's not a capitalist. I don't care what he says. Well, I think he is a capitalist. He was a capitalist who likes being in charge of the capitalism, and he wants to have an oppressive form of government that allows well, he, him, he, him, he, him he, and the yeah, elites to do their capitalism. Care, energy, what's next? Education and food, where everything will be top-down. This is what... Yeah, the, that's, the, what, the, that's uh, what they're after, yes. are going to be people, and uh, you can't go to your board of ed meeting, and you can't go to this, and you can't... You just got to accept it. We see it the way they got us to do the masks. Kim, thank um, you for the call. You, It's a great call, and you make great points. I appreciate it, but I have to hold you there. 860-522-9842. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, they, they are capitalists for themselves, and they want oppression 
as a tool that they get to use. It's uh, something that happens to elites, I think. Tim in Hamden. Hello, Tim. Well, hi, Todd. You know, uh, I could give a thousand different reasons not to vote for Blumenthal, uh, but it just grinds me to no end his comments that Anthony just played. Uh, first off, my whole family went to Vietnam, uh, including my older brother. I was too young to go before before the war ended. But Donald Trump went to uh, to a military school, an ROTC plan. He was planning on going in uh, to the Army, I guess. That's why you go in, into the uh, uh, ROTC. And he got many deferments for bone spurs, which I don't know, his family probably could spend uh, a few thousand dollars and have those uh, bone spurs cleared up really easily. But this is a man who continues, you know, he attacked the opening of his first campaign. He attacked uh, John McCain, you know, and all those kinds of things, how he, he likes heroes that don't get captured. Uh, Blumenthal did not say that over and over that he was some sort of hero. He was in the Marine Reserves, and his unit could have been uh, called up. Donald Trump was not. He was not in the military whatsoever. And to use that kind of sledgehammer thing that, you know, that he, uh, Blumenthal said, uh, which he was part of the Vietnam era of in the military, which he was. He didn't. No, but I believe that didn't Blumenthal say when we came back from Vietnam or when I came back in in a way that was. It was a total mistake and he apologized for it. Absolutely. Yeah, when he met, you know, his generation and everything else. But he didn't say that, you know, he was over there, you know, winning medals and everything like that. It's a fine line in distinction. And again, I, he shouldn't have said it. It was definitely a clumsy, you know, thing. But at least he was in the military. He could have been taken over there. Donald Trump, you know, again, it's just these kinds of things. He, you know, he uses the military when he wants to. But if he's over in uh, at uh, where the... Uh, you know, the D-Day landing, he said he didn't want to go to the, the cemeteries because that's where the losers are. You know, he kind of, that, that, those kinds of comments, you know, are fun to, you know, badge around if you're on Howard Stern or something, but they're ridiculous. You know, just, uh, by the way, today, you know, if he didn't have anything to hide, why did he take the fifth uh, over and over? Didn't all of his lawyers and stuff brief him on, you know, what he had to testify? I'm sure he was well briefed by lawyers, Tim. If no he has nothing about that. to hide, why are you taking the fifth? I mean, it's just, hmm. So that's what the rate, you know, I think is all about. There's so many different moving parts and everything. So congratulations. By the way, congratulations again to Blumenthal. I don't know whether I would even vote for him, but he's going to win 70-30 easily. Have well, a great we day. will see, Tim. Thank you for the call. 860 I, I, I... I'm particularly resistant to predictions of status quo as uh, as as a form of building a wall for one's own rightness in political analysis. Because it's true that people who have won elections are dogged in their uh, in their desire and and attempts and and frequent success in using all the power that they have available to them to make sure that they can never lose again. But still, these things do happen. And Dick Blumenthal is uh, really not an effective and uh, 
admirable leader in the way he handles himself in the United States Senate. It's a shame for the state to have that position wasted, even if it was going to be another anti-American who wanted to grow endless big government and didn't care how bankrupt the federal government and the state government is. It would be nice to have one who at least was alive with some imagination and, 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 and trying to do things that change people's lives for the better instead of just the endless morass of big government. George in St. Louis, hi. Hi, Todd. I, I agree with you that the Democrats have done nothing correct, nothing right. And the latest assault is that uh, uh, Inflation Reduction Act against the Americans. They, the, the Democrats only got in office because of the uh, absentee balloting from COVID in 2020. And they, uh, that, was, that was election fraud. Everything about the 2020 election was election fraud. And the, the question I have is what, what is the next election assault for 2022 that uh, the Democrats are, are, are about to cook up for you? And, and here's, here's what I think. And okay. This will distort everything. Uh, all they got to do is cook up a, a, a conflict between China and Taiwan and the United States, and the uh, 2022 elections will either be delayed or completely canceled because, you know, because, because of the next uh, fraud creation by, by the Democrat Party. But well, we'll see, George. It could happen, because anything can happen, can't it? Jerry in Naugatuck, what's on your mind today, Jerry? Hey, Todd, great show. A lot of good calls, a lot of interesting uh, comments. Uh, what I wanted to say, first of all, uh, in conjunction with all the chaos that's going around, I think this was a diversion tactic by the White House. They uh, were uh, the the media and a lot of other people, as senators, were on the cusp of investigating uh, Hunter and, by extension, his father, Joe, uh, over all these uh, uh, allegations of corruption all over the world. And I think that, with the news uh, people also questioning uh, the physical and mental capabilities of uh, the president. I think they were, they panicked, and they 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 had to do something to get off, to get the heat off the White House. I really Could believe be. that that they, they don't even know what the hell they're looking for, you know. Why, why don't if if Trump had any personal notes about Ukraine and Burisma and Joe's uh, <laughs> comments about the prosecutor, that's his notes. That's not classified information. You know what I mean? So I, there, there could be a, a whole range of topics that, that he had private notes. And all presidents do have private notes. You know? And furthermore, with Tim, he did not utter, uh, uh, Trump did not utter losers. He had an entourage. He had military people around him that never heard that word. That was a smear tactic by the Democrats against Trump. So Tim is false on that. All right, Jerry. Thank you for Take filling care, us in. Good to hear from you, sir. 860-522-9842. We'll be back in just a moment. Take some more phone calls on WTIC.
Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, so I like to pump it up because I think this is, uh, that's elections are what we have. That's what we have. 21% in these times where we're supposedly all so fired up, 21% showed up to vote yesterday. What's that all about? Where is that, where is that excitement? How does it manifest itself if, if it's not in elections? When we have the chance to make our voices known. Juan in East Hartford. Hello, Juan. Hello, Todd. The, uh, the, uh, the good thing is that the two candidates that were the, 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 the Democrats with the Republican plan next to their name, the R next to their name, they went in both uh, primaries that uh, they had to participate. Um, I... I think that the the uh, the Monday events of Monday um, had a lot to do with um, a strong uh, Republican endorsed Trump candidates around the country uh, succeeded. Um, this is just getting really, really, really uh, out of control in some some way, and um, but. You know, democracy continues on. Laura won. She won square. And, you know, Femmes is already talking about, you know, surprises. So there again, she's going to go ahead and claiming <laughs> to be a Republican. Claiming yep. to be a Republican. Trying to screw it up for the Republican Party. Making sure that Richard stays in power. She sticks her fingers into it. Uh, yeah, I wonder if she's thinking she could be Trump's running mate, Themis. <laughs> that would you be a surprise. A that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Juan, good to hear from you. Anything else? Nice to hear from you. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Juan. Thank you. John in Middletown. I can't make anything happen here, but I'm trying to go to line three, if you could help, Anthony. Thank you. Hello. Hey, John. Yes, John. Talk to me from Middletown. Face liar. He so lied st- about going to Vietnam, and then he tried to cover it up to, by saying he was mistaken. He knew damn well he didn't go to Vietnam. Well, I hope he, he knew. Yeah, and he lied about going. There is this uh, psychology in certain politicians that where they just want to ingratiate themselves. They want to say whatever will please the crowd and whatever people want to hear, whatever will aggrandize them. Remember uh, Hillary, that thing she did when she was speaking in, oh, in a black she got church? Off the plane, said everybody was shooting at her. Well, that one, too, yes. I was thinking of when she went into the black church and talked, you know, in some kind of southern black dialect. Yeah. And, and, and they've got this, uh, this desire to just meld into the environment that they're in, and, and uh, it requires fraudulence. And that's how I took that Dick Blumenthal remark. He knew he was lying. I he think so. Think he, he just didn't think he was going to get caught. 
I think that's right, John. Thank you for the call, sir. Matt in Bristol, hi. Hey, Todd. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling about Tim's call, too. I, I, I'm surprised he didn't push back a little harder on him. So, uh, yeah, Blumenthal didn't just, you know, abstractly say something. You know, he was talking about when he got back from Vietnam, you know, how he got abused by the public, and he, he out and out lied. But and, I, and, I believe that you're correct, but wasn't it just a single line of saying when I got back from Vietnam or when we got back or something like that? Wasn't it well, rather subtle? Yeah, he had a couple speeches to um, the veterans. That he, Some of them, in some of the speeches, he was more ambiguous, but in a couple of them, he just out and out lied. Um, and then the other thing about Trump with Tim you know, saying, well, if, if he's not guilty, why would he plead the fifth? That really bothers me. Um, well, he's just know. saying that because that that's what Trump likes to say about people who decla- who use the fifth. The fifth. So he, yeah, he was true. just throwing it back in, in Trump's face, I think. That's all. So okay, that's why, okay. you know, I guess the, reason, on that one. the reason yeah. I didn't push back is because it's, you know, what's there to say about it? It is what it is. Yeah, I'll tell like, you. Like Blumenthal. So Blumenthal, yeah, Blumenthal's a fraudulent kind of person. That's not the worst of his sins. It's the most concrete thing that you can point to and say, right there, there's a liar. But, you know, he goes and he speaks to the communists and gives them awards. I, that bothers me a lot worse. He runs around doing those stupid press conferences all the time that mean nothing. And that's what he thinks his job as senator is, just to be in front of a camera all the time. He's so gross on so many different levels. Well, you know, the, the funniest part about Blumenthal is, uh, I think it was in Brett Kavanaugh's hearing, where he said something like, well, if someone lies once, how could you ever believe anything they say again? <laughs> yes, he does act like that never happened. What's the other funniest thing? Listen after the news, because we have to do the real funniest thing. Remember that, Anthony? We'll do that after we get a traffic update. Blumenthal, his funny moment. I know exactly the, uh, what you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher is always funny. Whenever we go to him, he's ready to give us a laugh. Hey, Mark. It's just a yuck fest every afternoon. Thank you very exactly. much, Test. <laughs> Todd, thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.